This is God speaking. I have a special person speaking on my behalf, Michael. Michael will be explaining to you about taking care of my creative invention, Earth, religion, and the environment from Genesis chapter 1, our role as caretakers for the Earth. What are you people? On dope? It's perfect! Shh, 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 shh. Do you hear that? It's the winds of change. Welcome, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk Radio. My name is Richie, and uh, welcome to the show. So I can say, but hey, uh, today I'm going to read an article from the New York Post, and the author is Michael Goodwin talking about Joe Biden, and I'm going to read it verbatim. So I thought it was really interesting and a really good article, and thank you, Michael, uh, for the uh, article. Um, You can uh, read it yourself in the New York Post if you want, but I'm going to read it to you. Um, Starting off with this. Now, lying Joe Biden is unfit to save the soul of the nation. President Biden is going to deliver a primetime speech on Thursday on what the White House calls the battle for the soul of the nation. It's a timely topic with rich possibilities, but none richer than the notion that the big guy is qualified to address America's soul. Unless he's going to confess how his family made millions by selling access to foreign governments and communist oligarchs, Biden will be stuck spinning a web of fiction. No problem there, because fiction is what he's good at. He has a gift for playing make-believe. All politicians lie, but Biden doesn't stop there. He's a proven plagiarist, a fabulist, also the hero of his own stories, the Walter Mitty of American politics. Never mind that on his watch and under his policies, America has gotten more violent, more expensive, and more pessimistic. The world smells weakness, and when our enemies say the United States is in decline, it's hard to argue otherwise. Yet Biden stumbles and mumbles on on the path grasped by his image of being a solid old school guy. Uncle Joe is made for politics, and voters can trust him. The media never never tires of lecturing us because he reminds them of someone in their family. Sure, He's a little daffy and gets hot under the collar quickly, but he means well and has a big heart. And maybe that big heart is why young children want to rub their hair on his legs and why he nuzzles them and sniffs their hair. Isn't that what all uncles do? And don't all fathers take showers with their daughters, as Uncle Joe did with his daughter, according to Ashley Biden's diary? When Uncle Joe tells stories about his own childhood, he is always Joey, and the family is sitting around the kitchen table in Scranton, going over the bills that they can't afford to pay. Somebody always says something about the little guys are getting screwed, which Joey vows to stop when he grows up. That's why he tells us he worked so hard in high school and was admitted to the Naval Academy, started college at the historically black Delaware State University, and then moved to the University of Delaware, where he got three undergraduate degrees, three degrees and four Pinocchios. And then he was off to law school at Syracuse University, where he got the only full academic scholarship and finished in the top half of his class. He said, until facts prove otherwise. And along the way, He got a job as the only white lifeguard at a black swimming pool in Wilmington, where he faced down Corn Pop, a bad dude who ran a lot of bad boys. They all carried razor blades dipped in rain barrels to make them rusty. But Joe Biden wasn't afraid, and Corn Pop backed down. 
Real life dealt Biden more than his share of tragedy, but it never dimmed his passion for self-allegrainsment. He says he was arrested more than once for participating in a civil rights protest in the United States and once in South Africa for trying to see Nelson Mandela. Neither claim is true, but it's a fact he befriended Southern segregationists in the Senate and revered his mentor, Robert Byrd, a former KKK member. Oh, And when he told a black radio host in 2020 that you ain't black, if the host even considered voting for Donald Trump. Those passions were still hot last year when he attacked a proposed Georgia law requiring voter identification as Jim Crow in the 21st century and said supporting it was like being on the side of Bull Connor. No matter that, Delaware also requires voter ID. And all of which suggests that Biden's version of the soul of America is conveniently contoured to fit his politics at any given moment. Thursday, with the midterms heating up and Biden's family secrets at stake, will be a grand example. And coming just after his his attorney general ordered an unpresented raid on the home of former president. And as the case plays out daily in the media, the current president will say America must unite to protect democracy from the other party. Uh, you know, the semi-fascist. He won't have to mention Donald Trump's name for everyone to know who the devil is. While some may worry Democrats are weaponizing law enforcement against their political enemies, the media will shout, hooray for Uncle Joe! And it will remain unsaid that the same FBI that spied on Trump in 2016 and helped to squash the post-Hunter Biden laptop story in 2020 is now being counted on to deep-six that pesky probe of Hunter and all those foreign paymasters. No leaks, And no end in sight of the four-year investigation, despite the fact that millions of dollars sloshed around in various Biden family accounts. All the more reason why Biden must fight like hell for Democrats to hold both the houses of Congress this fall. His presidency and reputation are at stake because if Republicans gain either chamber, they vow to investigate the big guy and his family riches. And the voters, so the voters will have a real choice. They can get a full, honest picture of Biden's long career of getting a secret out. Or they can decide the soul of the nation is best served with the status quo, where the cash flows into the first family's pockets and the leader of the other party gets raided by the FBI and faces prison. 7,600 and counting, that's how many border crossing migrants are now in New York shelters, and the number is growing by the day. Sooner or later, Mayor Eric Adams is going to pay a political price. The influx started with the federal government's secret flights to the area airports, and is continuing with Texas Governor Greg Abbott sending migrant buses to Gotham and Washington, D.C. And Abbott's goal is to pressure sanctuary cities into crying uncle and getting Biden to seal the border. Abbott has won the argument. The only question is how long will it take for Adams to concede defeat and work with him to get Washington to enforce immigration laws? Joseph Seria, if I have said that right, sees a blind spot in Governor Kathy Hochul's attack on Florida and Governor Ron DeSantis, where she said the problem starts at the top down. Cesar writes, is she not aware that she is the governor of a state that is rotting like fish? So I just wanted to read that to you. You're going to have this speech tomorrow from Independence Hall in Philadelphia, where I grew up. And what I saw the other day in Wilkesbury was sickening. I'm tough. And he's screaming and yelling. He scared me half to death, Renegade Nation. I was shaking. I had to hide in the closet. I was so, I was so scared. I was, I was going, oh, my God. Oh, God. What's going to happen? But you know what? When you get into the immigration problem at the border, he's the one that opened the border up. 
Oh, and now all these children are dying from fentanyl poisoning and blah, blah, blah. But it's not his fault. It's somebody else's fault. He didn't do anything wrong. He's perfect. So I just want to thank uh, the author of the uh, what I just read to you. Uh, the story from the New York Post, Michael Goodwin. Michael, that was a great story. I had to read that for all of Renegade Nation to hear. And uh, I really appreciate it. And the New York Post. And uh, thank you very much. And everybody out there, Renegade Nation, have a great day. And stay tuned for tomorrow night's primetime speech from your leader. My name is Richie, and I am out of here. Have a great day.